God bless you and praise the Lord, everybody. Thank you for listening to Reset Forever Ministries podcast. This is Dr. Valerie Simpson and Elder Daniel Simpson. Elder Daniel Simpson and Dr. Valerie Simpson, and we are reviewing the Sunday School lesson in Union Gospel Press. This is the final lesson of the first quarter for the month. Well. Well, we're closing out February, but for the first quarter of 2021. And uh, lesson number 13 is where we are going to be studying today. That is going to, that lesson is going to be found in the book of St. John, chapter 11, verses 33 through 44. And we will actually see the conclusion of what was going on in the past three sessions, lessons rather, um, and actually this is the conclusion of the matter, wouldn't it be? As far as, yeah, this is uh, the third out of a um, series of lessons that built up to this climax. So I want you to get your writing utensils, get your devices, whatever you're going to need so we can go through this lesson and enjoy what Thus saith the Lord. And with that, I'm going to give it over to our teacher for today in the person of Elder Daniel Simpson. God bless you, Elder. Praise the Lord. Let's have a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, in the name of thank Jesus you, Christ. Lord. We thank you for this opportunity to gleam yes, yes. in your word yes, and see your magnificent purpose for humanity and your love and your compassion mm-hmm. and greatest your mercy towards us. Mm-hmm. We ask you to give us the ability to teach your word. For those that hear will receive, and they will grow thereby in their faith, especially in these days of trials, trials upon trials. But we know you're good and you're faithful, and you love us with everlasting love, Lord. So with that, Lord, give the teacher the ability to teach your word. In Jesus' precious name, amen. So the lesson is what? A display of yeah, I didn't divine that. glory. A display of divine glory. And glory we know, uh, one thing we know glory to be is a revelation of or manifestation of God's power. He's going to show us how powerful he really is in this lesson. Yes, he's going to, Jesus is going to display his victory over death, hell. Mm-hmm at this point before he go and get the final victory mm-hmm. when he being mm-hmm. when he gets the victory alright so with that being said let's mm-hmm. go to St. John chapter 11 verse let's start, let's start at verse 32 okay let's do alright alright so then when Mary was come where Jesus was and saw him. She fell down at his feet, saying unto him, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. Yes. All right, 33. When Jesus therefore saw her weeping and the Jews also weeping, which came with her, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled. Yes. Now that word weeping means this. To cry aloud, intense crying, Mm -hmm. after linked with prayer. 
Now we know that Mary and the Jews that went with her. Right, right. To go where Jesus was. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine Jesus sitting there? Here comes a crowd of people. And they're all weeping. They're weeping, they're crying intensely. Mm-hmm. And her prayer was this. If you had been here, my brother would have died. Well, now you have to kind of envision that. You really want to envision that. They were, they had been crying some time because now he had been dead for... Four days. He had been dead for four days. And so they're still mourning. And I know part of their culture, they, they mourn that first um, a week or so. And they do a lot of mourning around the, the tomb. But they're coming and they're crying intensely. So this is not just a few tears trickling. He's looking at a, uh, a culture of people, his own people, that were weeping over somebody that he himself loved. And his response to it is the amazing part that we want to grasp as well today. The way he responded with that groaning within himself. All right? The scripture also said, Blessed are ye mm-hmm. that weep now, for ye shall laugh. And that's found in Matthew's chapter 6, uh, verse 21. You don't have to go there. But I want to just put that verse out there. Because mm-hmm. even we as, as believers in, as in the body of Christ, right. we go through things. Yeah. And we don't have an understanding. On it. Yes. But the Bible says there's a time and a season for everything that's done under the sun, and there's a time to weep. Yes. And now he's saying that it's a blessed thing to weep when that time of weeping comes. Yes, because the, 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 the psalmist says that your tears are bottled up in a bottle. That's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. So that's why sometimes it's good for the saints to lament before the Lord. Just yeah. to weep before I'm going to pour your heart out. That's exactly right. So we don't have to be stoic or so stone-faced and, you know, so straight-shouldered until we can't pour our heart out to God. Now, you may not do that in front of people or to people because it's not the same. But pouring our heart out before God, which is what we see them doing. Yes. And we see the results. And Jesus responded also. Mm-hmm. When he see these people, along with Mary coming, and they lamenting and they're weeping before the Lord, mm-hmm. and she's doing it on behalf of her brother. Yeah, she she loved her brother. But as we go on the lesson, we shall see some, some other things that comes out. Okay. So then it says he groaned in his spirit. Right. His spirit now is being affected by what is happening with this congregation that's finally coming upon him. Because remember, he's not at Bethany. He's he's in a place, and don't name where the place that he's at, but he's on his way to Bethany, but he would never make it to Bethany. Oh. He would make a detour to the tomb. Okay, so they were of Bethany. However, Martha had came out. Mary and Martha came out. Martha came them. out first. She came out first mm-hmm. with the people that were, were, were lamenting, and they met him before he got to Bethany and it turns out that they go to the place yes. where his tomb is which is outside of the city of Bethany. Yes, Martha went first and I think Martha went, she was kind of more calm than, than Mary because yeah. she goes first and then when Martha comes back home and says, the master I need to see you. Yeah. 
And then Mary goes out very emotional. Well, yeah, he's here now, yes. so I got to go and pour my heart out and to him. And she's weeping, and then all the Jews that came to comfort her, now they go out with Mary mm-hmm. to where Jesus mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. and they all is weeping and lamenting and crying. So I want to pull out one thing there is that um, when you know the Lord is present, because she ran out, right? Mm-hmm. When she recognized that he was here. Well, you know, his presence is everywhere now. You know, that's why he had to... He said, it's, 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 it's expedient that I go away, you know, because I can only be in one place at a time, but once I've ascended back to the Father, I'll be with you always. So when the recognition comes to your heart and mind that he is present, then you know to pour your heart out. And sometimes he'll even let us know with the unction and we'll even feel his presence sometimes. But even if you don't, just know that he's there and uh, do like they did. Pour out your heart. That's important. Yes. And then it goes on to say, he groaned in the spirit mm-hmm. and was troubled. Now we know what it says in Romans chapter 8. Okay, yes, yes. Verse 26 and 27. And you can go there, we can read. Okay, I think it says, even we ourselves groan within ourselves. Uh, let me go to Romans 8. And which verses again? 26 and 27. 26 27. Which read. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. So for those that don't understand King James Version or don't really use that version, it's like when you are in the Spirit, it helps you to deal with your infirmities, our pains and afflictions. So the Spirit helps us to deal with our pains and our afflictions. And then it says, For we know not what we should pray for as we ought, meaning... There are certain things that you don't even know are going on that you need to pray for. But the Spirit itself makes its intercession for us with groanings, which cannot be uttered, so that Spirit of God... It's important to have the Spirit of God. Just the Holy Ghost. Have the Holy Ghost, because that's your mentality, your human ability and faculties. There is no comparison with the Holy Ghost. So the Holy Ghost in you knows exactly what's going on. The Bible says it knows what he's, is the mind of the Spirit. So he said, but the, the Spirit will make intercession for you. So when you go into the spiritual realm, when the Holy Ghost takes over in the prayer, then it's interceding for it's interceding you. interceding for you, yes. That's so powerful. Yes. And it said it, it's done with groanings which cannot be uttered. Mm-hmm. And Jesus groaned in his spirit. There you go. So Jesus even exemplifies yes. that moment of intense uh, affliction. Well, the Bible said he can't be touched with the feelings of our infirmity. So when we're afflicted and we he come to him, it. he feels it because he's empathetic yes. and compassionate. Yes. Mm-hmm. So he feels it. He's moved with what? His people is going through Absolutely. as we so journey through here, mm-hmm. as we go through this earth. Um, it's so good pilgrimage. to have. It's so good to know that somebody understands what you're going through. They feel what you're going through, and that they're always with you. Well, this is one thing that the body of Christ must remember: Christ is our high priest. He is a high priest forever. Yes, mm-hmm. and He lives forever to make intercessions for mm-hmm. us. Ever liveth He's at that right hand of the throne of God. Where he's always offering up those petitions 
for blessings and telling God, I shed my blood for this. I, I suffered for this. I went and I took on the form of man. I became man. I allowed my flesh and blood to suffer many things. Now, on my behalf, Father, help this precious soul that's crying to me right now. Provide for them the comfort and the deliverance that they're pleading for. We have a faithful high priest. He's our advocate. Yes. He's like an attorney. And this is what um, the body of Christ don't hear often. Okay. That he is our high priest. Well, we need to hear it more. Yes. Yeah. And a high priest is one who stands be- between God and man. Well, that's what the Bible says. It says we have one God and one me- one God, and then there, there's a mediator between God and man. And that is? The man, Christ Jesus, and I will not argue the word. Because yes. that's exactly what it says. And, and I think it's First Timothy, the second chapter. Mm-hmm. Look it up, okay? And it goes on to say, and was troubled. Okay, so he groaned and he was troubled. That tells you he was, it yes. afflicted him. That word trouble means that which caused concern or he became distressed mm-hmm. because of the weeping that Mary mm-hmm. and those who came with her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He groaned within his feelings. He felt what they felt. He took on their distress. Yes, and then he became or a concern has been arisen behind this. And he moved out of his concern. He was moved and driven by his concern and the distress that he took on from them. Now, we know that Jesus um, raised several from the dead. Mm -hmm. But his audience wasn't like an audience like this audience was. Because when Mary and Martha came, you think faith would have came with them. Now, Martha did have some faith. Well, they were grieving. I know, but, yeah. but Martha did have some faith in last week's lesson. Yeah, she said, I you know are the resurrection. Yes. <laughs> I know we'll see him again in the resurrection. the resurrection. So there was no question about his power yes. and his authority. At, at, at any rate, he's already dead. Yes. Okay, so, you know, we are in the, um, you know, we're beyond this right. point, so if things have gone a little bit further than we expected, we know we'll see him then. Yes. But right now, we're hurting because he's yes. gone. And his response. But Mary's faith was, mm-hmm. if you would have been here, my brother would have died. He wouldn't have died. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so it's like... Yeah, so Jesus, he groaned in his spirit, and he was troubled or was for concern. Mm-hmm. But then he goes on to verse 34, he says... Where have you laid him? Uh-oh. All right, all right. So now I'm, 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 I'm circled with these, these tears, and I'm, I'm, I'm concerned, and I'm touched in my spirit, and I'm groaning. All right, time to, time to work. So 30, where is he? So 34 and 35. Okay. And said, where have you laid him? Mm-hmm. Now, where we know he? last week we looked up the word lay. Yeah. And that's for somebody. Lane. Lane. Which is right. me, uh, anticipation that yes. they'll rise up. Like, yes. like the baby has been laying down for his nap. Yeah. But, you know, you're going to wake him back up. Yes. So that was his mentality and his speaking. Yes. Now, to them, he was laid to rest. Yes. Yeah. Because they had sealed the tomb. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. said unto him, Come seal the see. tomb. I like that. You really... Sometimes we see on the tomb too quick, don't we? Yes. <laughs> I like that. And they said, come see. And Jesus 
wept. Mm-hmm. That wept means, Valerie, that it's an expression of grief. Yes. An overpowering emotion, shedding tears for which. And then it goes on and says in, in Hebrews chapter 4, mm-hmm. verse 15. But we have not a high priest. Right. Well, yeah. Which cannot be touched, touched with the by the feelings, feelings of our infirmities. infirmities. Well, also, um, you know, he wept because, I believe, because death had been reigning. And so, and then, then fear had been reigning because people were afraid of death. And then death had been reigning, just seizing people, you know. That wasn't the intent during the creation. Um, so this whole thing now, death has has seized my friend, my my beloved, and the people are groaning. And so, you know, there has to be something done. And so that was the whole purpose. He said, "Lo, I come in the volume of the book, as it is written of me to do Thy will, O God." But death has taken another victim. Temporarily. Yes. Well, we know Jesus purposely waited these four days. He purposely waited so that he, so that the death of Lazarus would occur, and they would learn more about him. Yes. He had to. He had to display mm-hmm. his victorious power That's over it. death. Display his divine glory. Yes. He had to display his power and authority. His man. He had to manifest his power. I have to show you what my power is able to do. Even over death. Even over death. A lot of times, death was the final solution. Right. Well, it was the, you know, the conclusion. uh, Yes, of of human life. Yes. And you know what Paul told the Romans church that, like you said, death reigned from Adam to Moses. Yeah, death had been reigning. And And then for Moses, Mm -hmm. because of the Passover feast, when I see the blood, I'll pass over. Right. Now death had to pay attention. Yeah, death is going to actually be, well, he's, we know he's going to raise in victory, but death was going to be, the power of death was going to be superseded even while Jesus was still in this body and before he took authority at the cross in his death. So let's go ahead. Let's go ahead because there's so much I can say. But, um, okay, so 36. 36 says, Then said the Jews, Behold how he loved him. They were beholding Jesus' grief and his weeping and his groaning. And it was a son, it was um, indicative of the love he had. And they marveled and said, Look how he loved Lazarus. Yes, but this is what, this is what Proverbs says in 1717. Okay. A fear loveth of all time. A friend loveth. At all times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Jesus loved Lazarus. Absolutely. And Mary and Martha. He yeah. loved that family. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and everybody. He loves all of us at all times. And at all times includes our best days. Mm-hmm. And it includes our, our most rebellious days. And it includes the times of our failures and our resentment at all times. This is the friend that sticks closer than a brother. So a friend loves at all times. So they said, behold how he loved him. Wow. That's beautiful. Okay, in 37, and some of them said, 
Could not this man who opened the eyes of the blind have caused that even this man should not have died? You always got a cynic in the crowd. Well, they asking the same question and I was asked. If the man died, well, let, shall he um, live again? Yeah, Job. Job, Job yes. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is going to answer their question. Their, their question. Now, now I think the difference in those two is that jo- poor Job was asking out of pain and suffering. You know, if I die, will I live again? You know, because he didn't have the law and all of that. He was uh, one of those um, patriarchs that was before the law. Right. So, but in in this case, you got you know the scribes, the Pharisees, you know all these smart aleck people. Well, oh, this man to open the eyes of the blind. Or, did so many wonderful things. Couldn't he have kept him from dying? Yes, it's like they trying to to question the love of his power and authority. Yes, you have the power to heal the blind. Ah, oh, but now he's that's a, a light thing. Yeah, that uh-huh. but here is death. Uh huh. Let's see. Let's see. So it's like they could believe him to a certain degree. Yes. Yeah, they gave him credit to a certain degree, but they had no choice because they saw it. Mm-hmm. So, and this that was a good question. Because now that question's on the table to bring that question to the forefront. Could he have not kept him from dying? Uh-huh. Let's talk about that. So verse number 30. Jesus therefore eight. again grown in himself, cometh to the grave. It was a cave and a stove and a stone laid upon it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that word that we looked at before groaning was deeply moved in the spirit or or a sign of a noise made under distress. Yes, so it was an audible. Yes, it was a, this was an audible groaning, groaning yeah. that he made if, if we as can he compare, went to the grave. As he went to the grave. If we can compare it, it's like, um, well, if you've been sick for a long time and, you know, you're tired, you get up, sometimes you may kind of groan a little bit. And you got to remember, he was also weeping as well. As well. And so this was an audible sound that was coming out of him because out of, of yeah, yes. because of the effort and because of the effect that it was having on him. This is a very, very emotional scene. Because you got to remember, faith is the key. Mm-hmm. In order for God to do anything, you have to have faith. Mm-hmm. Well, he's giving them something to have faith in. Yes. Mm-hmm. And as he goes through this, this, um, this whole, situation, yeah. some have faith, some don't have faith. Martha has faith. Well, one has faith in in preventing death, and one has faith in the resurrection, and then others are like, well, you got faith to heal, but what about death? So there's all levels of faith. I'm getting ready to cure every last one of these questions. I'm getting ready to resolve and answer every one of these Yes, because his greatest victory and our greatest victory Mm -hmm. in Christ Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. that... He got victory over death, hell, and the grave. Well, yeah, yeah. In the Old Testament, the, um, the main thing that shows us how powerful God was, which was the standard of his power, was when he parted that Red Sea. Yes. Whoa. He opened the Red Sea. Okay, now that he's going to show us the standard of his power, I have power over the grave and death. And uh, this is only the first part, the first time he's, you know, one of the first times he's going to show it. He's raised up dead before. But he's also going to show us here, right now. I'm going to show it to you. But he's going to have a more powerful display later. Yes. All right. Uh, Verse number... 39. 39. Jesus said, Take ye away the stone. 
Martha, the sister of him that was dead, said unto him, Lord, by now, this time, he stinketh, for he hath been dead for days. So she knew the deterioration, rigor mortis, and all the other things that happen when the body starts to, you know, once life has gone out of the body, it ceases to function, you know, all kinds of things we could talk about, uh, you know, the oils and how the body breaks down, etc. Skin worms and all of this. By now, there's a putrid smell coming out of here yes. because all of these chemical changes have taken place because this is a dead body. He's a corpse, and one of one translation says, his body has decayed to no return. Uh-huh. So it's not like you can take him and try to restore the skin yes, and, all and the put the bones. Yes. Yeah, and all the internal organs and put the, you know, the muscles and the tendons back together. It's beyond that point by now. So when she said, Lord, by now he stinketh, she's saying, yeah, it's too late. It's too late, yes. So verse 40, Jesus said unto her, uh, Say I not unto thee that if thou wouldest believe that thou shouldst see the glory of God because he asked her last week, do you yes. believe this? Yes. Martha, do you believe that I am the resurrection? Because he told her I'm the resurrection. You are looking at the resurrection. You're saying you're going to see him in the resurrection. Hey, I am the resurrection. Me. That power resides in me. So now he's saying and recalling that to her. Jesus said unto her, said I not, didn't I say to you that if you believe, that you should see the glory of God. Yes, it goes on and says, uh, in verse 25 of the same chapter, it says, mm-hmm. And Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection mm-hmm. and the life. Mm-hmm. He that believeth me, though he were dead, yet and shall he live. Mm-hmm. And whosoever liveth and, and believeth believe me shall never die. Never die. Believeth thou this? Do you believe this? All right. Out of all the things you believe, do you really believe this? Yes. We quote a lot of things, we hear a lot of things, we believe, but do you really believe this? So now he's saying, didn't I tell you that if you believe, you would see the glory of God? Yes, and, and the glory of God is, behold, mm-hmm. power of God to defeat death. Yeah, in this case it is power of God to, to defeat, defeat death. death. This, is a, this is another type of glory you're going to see. Mm-hmm. In my earthly ministry, yes, I open blinded eyes, mm-hmm. I cleanse the leopard, mm-hmm. the deaf talk. You know, yeah, death and dumb, and they were re- restored, yes. and they were made whole. Yeah, I cast out demons and devils, cast out demons, sent them uh, on their way. I healed people with all kind of infirmities. Mm-hmm. The woman who had the issue of blood, the woman with the issue of blood, that no doctor could help her, she was yes. getting broker and broker every day. Every time she went to them, it got worse, yes, instead of her getting better. They weren't even, you know, holding it at a chronic standstill. Yes. So, yeah, all these things that I've done. Now, this is a, a, a type of glory. We're going up higher. Yes. We're going into another dimension of healing. This is this is triumphant. Yeah. All those others were triumphs too, but this is this another is, this triumph. This is triumph because... You've never seen anything like I'm that. I'm calling somebody out, up from out of the grave. After they have deteriorated beyond <laughs> recovery. No return, yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, verse number 42 says, And I knew that thou hearest, I know, oh no, 41. Then they said, Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me, that's Jesus. And I knew that thou hearest me always, but because of the people which stand by, I said it, that they may believe 
that you have sent me. I'm glad that this has happened so they will have a reason to believe you are the one that sent me. And this is kind of, 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 this is what I love about this, Valerie. Because even when Jesus was on the cross, he prayed to the Father. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. In thy hands I commend my spirit. Commit my spirit. Why have you forsaken me? He he yes. poured out so many of the cries that we have similar. You know, you didn't, yes. Lord, I asked you to bless. I asked you to, I prayed about this and it didn't happen. You know, so it was very similar to some of the prayers we pray when he said, why have you forsaken me? And then, you know, he, um, you know, cries out about, you know, the anguish. I thirst, you know. And so then he continued to hang there. And then he said, um, you know, he just began to, to plead. And he said, he's finally going to commend the spirit into the hands of the Lord. Um, but for right now, for and, right now. And he's going to display resurrection power right here. Yeah. And, and, and the need for this resurrection power. We'll talk about that at the close of the lesson. Yeah, he's going to display it because, again, he told her, I am the resurrection. So he's going to display it. So verse number 43, and when he had thus spoken, he, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And when he, and when he that was dead came forth, bound hand and foot with grave clothes, and his face was bound with a napkin. Jesus said unto them, Loose him. Let him go. Let him go. So that's how they would wrap him up, kind of mummified. And, you know, when they would put the spices on them, you know, the apothecarians would put the oils on their body. And then wrap it up, you know, for the preser- whatever preservation you can get right. from those oils. And so that's why he was bound, because they are, you know wrapped them. That was their form of embalming. Yes. And so they did that and then even put a napkin over his face. So if they did go in there, they wouldn't see the deteriorating and the bones like we see now. But they would see their brother laying there with this wrapping on. But when he said Lazarus came forth, come forth, he came just as he was. He rose in that condition and in that appearance. And he came right on out of there. And, and they said, look, take him loose. Take him loose. Get those things off of him. And when they unwrapped him, he did not look like death. He did not smell like death. Mm-hmm. He didn't have no broken up bodies or things. He was completely His skin wasn't old. deteriorating. It wasn't old. It wasn't falling off. You know how the tissue starts to come apart. And none of those things had happened. So he said, loose him and let him go. Yes, and Job asked a question okay. in fourteen, mm-hmm. in chapter uh, chapter fourteen, verse four. He said, "Who can bring a clean thing out of an unclean?" Oh, that's good because that was really an un. That was one of those not necessarily filthy things, but this was the deterioration. Yes, who can take a body that has died and, and decayed and, and, and decayed and yes. gone so far until the putrid order uh, odor is coming out of the tomb um, who can do that not one job says but only god only god and, and, so, and this is what i love about jesus ministry mm-hmm. he answered every question mm-hmm. that job had in the 14th chapter of he job did. he did 
In this resurrection of In this Lazarus. resurrection. There you have it. So that's why you need the Old Testament and you need the New Testament. The Old Testament will conceal it. But even though Job didn't know exactly how it all worked, he said, I know my Redeemer lives. Yes. You know, and he did say that, you know, he was going to be able one day to see his maker. He knew that there was, but he didn't know all the details, but he had that much confidence in God. And this is what I like about the patriarchs. Mm -hmm. They ask God questions in, not in heaven, Mm -hmm. but in the earth realm. And God is so great and generous that he would answer these questions. Not in heaven, but in the, but earth, in the earth realm through his can... son, Jesus Christ. Absolutely. And that's why Jesus said, Because Behoove it came me. all by him. Yes, he said, Behoove me to fulfill all, all the scriptures. scriptures. Mm-hmm. And this is what Job asked. Well, yeah. Yeah, he's, refill- he's fulfilling what Job and so many others have probably said. Had, I... had questions about as they so journeyed with God. Now, they had so questions. Mm-hmm. Just so our faith could be more assured. More assured. Now I want to use, I want to look at that, that word surety. The Bible talks about know for surety. Mm-hmm. You may see that sometimes. And so we have many sureties. So one of the sureties, if we go all the way back to the um, the flood and, and Noah, you know, those that, him, the eight souls that went into the ark, mm-hmm. um, they, they, they came out and God said, I'll never do it again. By water, but he said, and here's the promise, which was the surety, that was the rainbow. So that rainbow will forever represent to those that understand and accept Christianity and godliness that that rainbow is a surety, um, and that's spelled S U R E T Y. Look that word up, S U R E T Y. Here is a surety that I'll never destroy it again by water. Well, here in this week's lesson, we have a surety that we're going to get up out of the grave mm-hmm. and that Jesus is going to be the ones to raise us out of the grave. How? Because we see what he did before he even went to the grave himself, before he went to the cross. He raises them up. I want to read the definition for surety. And uh, let's see who this is according to. I can't see which of the... I think it's Wikipedia, but nonetheless, you're going to probably get the same, pretty much the same definition. It says, in finance, a surety, surety bond or guarantee involves a promise by one party to assume responsibility for the debt, obligation of a borrower. If the borrower defaults, usually a surety bond or surety is a promise by the surety of the guarantor to pay one party, uh, the obligee, a certain amount if the second party or principal fails. So in other words, I am giving you kind of like a down payment. I'm giving you a guarantee that it's going to happen. And the guarantee came through this resurrection, but even more so, he paid it in full himself. And then he rises back up, as we read in the 15th chapter of 1 Corinthians, 15th chapter, right about verses 58 or so, where he says, Death, where's your sting? Grave, where's your victory? Because he paid it himself. He rose from the grave. He said, all power is now given unto me. All power in heaven and earth. So, all right. So, our lesson this week has been a display 
of divine glory. I think we sh- I think we saw that. Yes, this was awesome. And this awesome. Was, this is what I like about this. He demonstrated his resurrection power in his lesson with, with rising a Lazarus from the dead. Raising him up Raising from him the dead. Up. Come on up out of that and he came. He came immediately. Yes. And with those words, I mean without getting just oh, the dead have risen. Just like you buried him. So it wasn't any question. He was laying in that tomb. And like you said about the, the surety. Mm-hmm. And your definition was the same definition I have in the Bible. Oh. It says one who guarantees another debt. Wow. Oh, come on now. He guarantees a debt. One who guarantees to pay or another one's debt. Okay, so it was done at his cost. Yes. Yeah, so the cost of all this was laid upon Jesus. Yes. So when he, when he died mm-hmm. and shed his mm-hmm. blood. Mm-hmm. So he had to, he was making a payment for everybody. Everybody who would believe in him. Everybody who would believe in him. Yes. That would, if, if, if a man died, he goes, he's going to live again. And if he died in me, I'm going to raise him up. I'm going to pay the price. That everybody, the Old Testament saints, the New Testament yes. saints, everybody that ever believed the scriptures that said that God had given a remedy and that there was one going to come is going to yes. be blessed by this. Who son, died in the faith. Who died in the faith. And this guarantee that we have in this lesson mm-hmm. that Jesus demonstrated with raising Lazarus from the dead, mm-hmm. it would be the same guarantee that the Father would have mm-hmm. when raising Christ from the dead. Absolutely. Because I think it was Romans 8 again. It said, He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for you all. He didn't spare him. It's like he, we needed to be delivered from the power of death, hell, and the grave. So the son was the remedy. He didn't spare him, and you got to go and you got to die for them. So if he did that, everything else we want from him, that's secondary. How shall he not freely? With him all give us give us all things. But he said, if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in your mortal body. Dwell in you, yes. he shall quicken, quicken. Yes. your mortal body. Yes. Which means he will give life, life to, yes. to your mortal body. I love the word of God. Yes. I love the promises of God, but I love even more that he gives us the surety by showing us examples. This is how you know. And and another one, and, and we're going to close this lesson, but another one was when he did die on the grave, right? In the earthquake, and they they and, and the sun stopped shining. You know what happened down in Jerusalem? The dead got up, the saints that died in him got out of their graves. Temporarily, and the Bible says they were seen walking through the city of Jerusalem. That was again. How many times and in how many ways does he have to make it clear to us? All right, so a display of divine glory. I just want to thank God for this lesson, Elder. That was a good lesson. Thank you for the depth of study. And I want to give God glory. I just want to make mention also that. Um, that the book which um, I have finally published it is called Breathe and if you go to Amazon it is Breathe by Dr. Valerie Simpson and that is a book on grief 
and managing its coping mechanisms and strategies. It has been doing very well and the reviews are all five star and uh, the book has made number one um, new release on a number of occasions. So it is a good book inspired cover to cover by God. If you are grieving and it doesn't have to be just grief over a death. It can be grief because of minor irritation. Maybe your boss is mean. Maybe you're having problems with your family. Maybe there are marital situations, whatever. Or it could be a crisis or trauma. So the book will cover that. So that's Breathe by Dr. Valerie Simpson, and it is on Amazon. Well, all right, Elder, if you will, take us on out. And God bless you, everybody. Join us again next week. Now unto him that is able to, to keep, it, keep you from, us from falling, falling and, and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy to the, to the only wise God, God our Savior, be glory, glory majesty, and dominion, and power, both now, both now and, ever. and forever. In Amen. Jesus' name, amen. amen. All right, God bless you, everybody. Have a blessed weekend.